This is true buzz That Mary Jane Now we ain't new to this For my stoners And for my cannabis enthusiasts Never heard a show as good as this Yeah, number one is the best Bringing in many special guests In the industry of cannabis Business owners to growers Even artists you know of So sit back and just roll up The perfect show for my smokers True buds Yeah, buddy Feels good to have you back here today. It's your buddy Jack Woltering here on the True Buds Show with Mike Mazzalotti here. Good to have you, Mike. Stand-up comedian, podcaster, producer, all around, just a chill dude up in the Third Wheel Presents studio here. We got Nolan running the show. He's done a couple of the other podcasts. Maybe we'll get him on too. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So, Mike, what's good, bro? You just got back off the road here. I'm from a... Yeah, I did uh, just an Oregon run on the West Coast. Uh Coos Bay, Oregon, then Medford, Oregon. But it was, uh, That's an interesting name, bro. Yeah, it was a shitty fucking casino gig. But yeah, I just did, uh, just doing, I just try to travel around wherever the fuck I can get booked. I'm still only a feature act, but, you know, it's hard getting work out there, man. Especially in LA, dog. It's fucking, it's hard getting any kind of real stage time out here. You get like five to 10 minutes. If you can get over 10 minutes out here, it's a blessing, bro. For real, so, huh? Yeah. So, like, that's why you have to drive to the middle of nowhere to try to do some kind of set. So, and uh, how often do you do these travels? How often would you say you'd go? Uh, I, I like set? once a month. I'm trying to get it to the, the goals like every weekend, like once a month. If I can get two week, weekends a month, I'm like, they're pretty gnarly, but they're full weekends. Like twice a month, I'll be going out. Like I'm going to Sacramento, but it's like for one day. And then I'm going to Palm Desert for like one day, but stuff like that's slow. But, you know, the big weekends are usually like once or twice a month. Like I'm going to Victoria, BC at the end of this month, doing uh, hecklers out there. That's a great fucking club, man. Yeah? Yeah, yeah. So I'm excited for that. Nice, That'll be man. a good one. But I'm probably going to be breaking even after my flight and hotel and all that shit. That's a hustle that we are talking about. You're putting in the legwork, man. Yeah, yeah. I'm trying to make it happen, man. And how, how long of a set will you do out there, you think? Uh, 30 minutes. Oh, shit. That's, I mean, that's what I cap at. I do like yeah, 30, 30, 30 Yeah, yeah. That's I'm a long time, dude. everything at the wall, dog. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but. So how much of um, your set would you say... You have everything locked down probably, and then you just leave room open for improv or kind of what's your uh, method there? Yeah, you kind of have everything you kind of know you're going to talk about, but then it, like the it, it sucks, man. Like if you're doing like I bombed so hard last week and it's, it's so hard to riff when you're just bombing because no one's like with you. So it feels like when you're doing good and the crowd's good, it's like, oh, I can just fuck around within jokes way easier. And that's when usually you try to write some new shit. But for the most part, you know roughly what you're going to say and try to like we're still, still trying to try to build a set. So, you know. And how long have you been doing it? Uh, almost six years. Been on the grind for six years, Hell man. Yeah, dog, you know it. Steady work, bro. Yeah, yeah. Um, now, before we talk about a video that I watched that went pretty viral earlier is the uh, yeah, yeah. Shrooms stand-up. Yeah. Do you, like, smoke before you go on? or? Um, I, I don't... Yes, but just because I'm high, I just smoke all day. Yeah. Like, I'm, it's really... It, it's random for me to be... I don't know how long i'm sober every day like i'm just i'll wake up and within like 20 minutes i have a bowl in my hand i'm hitting it and then just throughout the day i smoke so i would say uh i don't smoke right before i go on like hit the bowl and then go right up but i'm always high and like <laughs> sometimes i'm too burnt out and it sucks because like i'll be in the middle of a joke and then talking to myself like dog you're not even in this like <laughs> this is like i feel like mike tv from willy wonka you know what i'm saying <laughs> like this isn't happening but oh shit yeah i just live high so so in a bowl is your favorite way? Um, I if I have good weed, I like smoking. Uh, but it has, it's man, it has to be like a clean bowl. Yeah, it's like a good weed out of a clean bowl. But then at the hard end of the day, be. like it's, but it's so hard to keep a damn bowl clean. 
I feel like I'm just throwing away a bowl every like two months and getting a new one because every time I try to clean it, it's like all the shit that gets over your hands. It's like, is this worth? It's like what twenty ten dollars at the corner store to me for me to buy another bowl. Like, is it worth the stress of me ruining another shirt or anything? You know I mean, it's, yeah, it's just yeah, you get you it's brutal. Your shit, exactly. Your sink, your, Anything you do, yeah. it's brutal. I tried to have a project where I had my girl clean my bowl one day. I was like, oh, this will be fun. Clean my bowl. It'll be a... And she was all excited about doing it. And she got it almost perfectly clean. Like two weeks later, it was back to just garbage. <laughs> and then she's just like, I'm not doing that again. I was about to say, that'd be nice. A little, if my girl was cleaning my bowls all the time, it'd be dope. Yeah, I know. I was excited because she was into <laughs> it. She went out, bought, she looked it up. And she's like, you need this kind of the salt and blah, blah, blah. But then it was, it, yeah, it gets on. Even though it just, just the way it makes your hands feel is worth the $10 on just getting a new one. And bro, yeah. And if you're not doing like boiling water with salt or whatever, if you're actually buying the cleaner, that shit's expensive too. Yeah, right? <laughs> the cleaner's like 20 bucks. It's like, just buy a bulldog. <laughs> yeah. That's always been my thing with pieces. So I've always had trouble when I'm big. I'd rather just buy a little sack instead of like a $20, $50 piece. Yeah, yeah, buy yeah, a bag. yeah, yeah. What do you do? So you smoke joints mostly? Um, Bowls a lot. Bowls a lot, Joints okay. are my favorite, but I'd say just... Bowls just, you know, it's just easy to get a couple, you, yeah. you know, save it. I've been r rolling these joints where it's like 75% crutch, like filter, and then just a little bit. So it's like four or five, hey, it's like bullet joints, bro. That's all you need. Right? Because really? I, I usually just smoke by myself and it's like, I don't really want to smoke. And then you just get rid of the whole thing. Yeah. It's just gone. That It's, that's a, dude, if someone starts making, because like I've seen they're, they're making the half gram joints, obviously, and I've seen a, a couple that were 0.25 gram joints. I was like, that's fucking dope, bro. Give me, someone makes like a, like 5.2, so it's like one gram for five joints. That's money, dude. Yeah. That's so smart. That's where I'm at right now. I'm just trying to get good at rolling those joints with like four hits at the end. So I just, I have a fucking knot with me at the end of the night. And yeah. That's a solid way to do it, bro. Yeah, because I feel like I love smoking a joint, but it's like after five hits, I'm like, I'm super baked. I'm like, I don't want to throw the, I don't want to keep it in my pocket. It's just, yeah, and it's you can a throw joint. It and you, you don't have to have a piece on you smelling up. You right? Throw it. 100%. Good, good to go. And the worst is when you have a piece on you and it, I had it in my cup holder on the side of my uh, backpack. I put my backpack down and then you, you hear it shatter on the ground. You're like, fuck oh, me, shit. dude. And Jeez. people look at you like, Never mind. Like that's happened to me so many times, dude. Like at work, just getting putting my hand in my pocket, it comes out, hits the ground, and breaks. You pick it up real quick, but deep down, you're like, "Motherfuck!" Now I'm not gonna be able to smoke this weed later. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, yeah, you're in the back, like rigging up some shit. Oh, dog, right? <laughs> Wrapping a marker with tin foil and bending it and shit. Like, oh, bringing me back, <laughs> right? I did an apple one the other day though. Yeah, I, those I, are always I, fun. I still like, though, I still need to. I I don't even remember why I did it. That's always dope. It was though. in my car. I didn't have anything. Oh, there you go. Fucking stab this with that. I do that when I'm on the road. Like I'll bring an apple with me and put it. Like, if I'm going to like a, a non-legal state, I always sneak weed with me wherever because I just can't not. But then when I get there, it's like I know I'm not gonna be able to find a bowl or papers pretty much anywhere. So if I just have this apple, I can make it into a bowl and then fucking get rid of it because it's a fucking apple and then not really be suspicious, you know, whatever. But so, dude, I don't know, dude. I, I would get paranoid going to other states. Oh, after being dude. here, after being out here for many years, I'm like, dude, I'll you get forget. Fucking... Yeah, and then the second you drive into that state, you're like, oh fuck, this is like for like a cop drives behind you, and then you're just you just melt. Like, oh come oh, on, I bro. still get that. Even yeah. when I'm not doing shit, I'm perfectly yeah. sober. Cop pulls up behind me, my heart's still like, doof, doof, doof. like yeah, dude, chill, jet. It's cool. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's um, nuts. Oh man. So, um, tell me a little bit more about the studio here and podcasting i want to help anybody out who might be trying to do their own podcast you know of course oh, yeah, you come yeah. to the studio here but how long have you been doing it here did you and nolan start out doing it together kind of give, so, give me a little history bro all right so uh i guess the real the back rundown would be like i 
I uh, I bought a Zoom H5 recorder like in, like three years ago, something like that. I was in Seattle, and then we just kind of we you know we wanted to get into podcasting, and we were like kind of looking into it, and then slowly just started buying just regular microphones, plugging into the bottom. It was no video, just straight you know audio into this thing. Buying the adapters so we could have four of us talking at the same time. And then uh, we were in my, you know, literally hanging comforters from the middle of my living room for like sound blocking and everything. And uh, we did that for a while. Then I moved from Seattle to L.A. And then we were we built a little, you know, in my bedroom. We started it out. Then we moved it to the living room. That's when uh, basically me and Nolan were doing our podcast together. And we started building basically it looked like the corner of this studio, but it was in my living room. And we'd have it so where the camera was just like just a cropping out the, the entire house. So it looked like a studio. And then we were doing that for fucking six months, roughly just doing our own podcast. And enough people started hitting us up being like, Hey, where'd you guys recording? Your studio looks pretty dope. Or people coming onto our podcast being like, Oh, the shit, this is your apartment. And then like that idea was like, all right, well maybe there's something to this. Cause you know, we, we like, we added video to the podcast. So then, you know, you figure out, all right, now we have audio, pro audio, pro video, but then afterwards we had to link it all up. Like, so no matter what, after the podcast, I'd sit through and I'd have to fucking line up every video and every you know track. So then we were like, all right, let's try to do some live streaming so we can record it all at once. Then we figured out when you live stream, you have to have different cameras and different. It was just like every time we tried to get better, you would like figure out your way. It was just a nightmare for a while. But back and forth, we figured everything out. Enough people we could feel like there was a use for what we like the knowledge we accrued. Uh, and then, yeah, we slow, we rented this out like six months ago and we, I mean, honestly, until the last two months, it's been rocky as fuck in the beginning, like getting people in and like trying to like make sure everything works because I mean, just getting troubleshooting all this shit is a fuck is gnarly, man. Like figuring out with the microphones that work with what, and we're still figuring out shit constantly and getting better and everything changes like this whole, like we want to stay current. So like everything in the podcast world just changes so fucking fast because it's such a growing fucking industry that we, you know, it's nice that we're, we feel like we are at the forefront, but we're still building. And so, yeah, from like literally this whole, what you see now, this room has been six months, but to me, it's been like three years in the making of just getting that knowledge and figuring it out. And then like, not even knowing this was ever the, the plan. The plan was never open a studio and rent it out. The plan was build a studio for us so we could have the dopest place to do our podcast. And then once we found a place that like we're live streaming in HD with HD audio, like people are seeing it every week. We have really good like guests coming on and like, then that's when it started feeling like, oh, there's value in everything we learned. And then, again, like that drew six month pipe dream ago was like, hey, let's fit, this could possibly be dope for other people. Then we meet people like you along the way. And then, or, you know, everyone else is building their own fucking empire out of this studio, uh, being a part of it. And that's fucking huge. So I would have never thought this, dude, in my bedroom, fucking, you know, in Seattle doing this shit. This is so crazy to be like in mid city LA rocking the podcast studio and it's fucking dope that's what's up man that makes me so happy to hear and i know we were talking about it off camera a little bit ago but like that's where the value is like even on the back end of getting the files and learning how to like upload stuff the podcast you know to youtube to soundcloud i'm using yeah, yeah, yeah. um even that has a learning curve mm -hmm. so it's like that's where there's so much value in the studio for people is because like you said it's like a, it's been a three-year process you yeah know? so it's like dude if even myself who I have audio, 
I've, I'm used to filming. I'm a videographer. Mm-hmm. I'm pretty good with audio. It's still like there's a lot to yeah. worry about, bro. And that's why I love coming here. I come here and it's all chill, bro. I yeah. come in for an hour, kick it with you guys, kick it with the guest. I'm yeah. done. I'm on my way home and I get an email. Yeah, all your files. Audio, yeah, video, yeah. bam. Yeah, like, that, that's what we try, man. Like uh, the idea is like we learned so goddamn much that like we, we want to share it. Like we really like the idea, like we want everyone's podcast to be, I mean, we see what like Rogan and every, all these fools do that have all this money. It's like you don't need to be in that bubble of all this money. Like you can like still do a high quality podcast for like, you know, let, like you look around at some of the studios, they charge fucking hundreds of dollars for shit that you're not even in a studio or in like a recording studio surrounded by like a high ceiling and instruments everywhere. And like, it's just crazy that so many people are trying to do stuff that's not specialty to podcasts. So to be able to actually do something and like, yeah, man, like this is like, we're, we're, this isn't this, like, we're looking at bigger rooms. Like, you know, we're getting more and more guests on and it's, it really is this crazy thing how fast this all grows. But again, it's from other people feeling the value in, I want to do this, but I don't want to learn all that. I don't want to take the three years of learning everything. I'd rather pay to have you guys and knowing that we're going to keep getting better. Like, that's the other thing I, I know when people are giving us money to me, it's like, oh, just know also that like, we're constantly like, we're talking about like, we're moving to a bigger room. We're adding more cameras. Like everything is just getting like, we add the air conditioner. We have like, you know, the coffee machine for everybody. Like the thing was fresh. The thing was fresh, man. <laughs> that's what I'm saying. Like the idea is just like, like, uh, you know, we're building and we have, we like give a fuck about the people that are in here and we vibe great with the people. So like when you look at other studios, it is nice to see. I feel like, you know, we do have a good vibe here because like, it is a, it is a business, but at the end of the day, like you need to be feeling good to be doing like you're being recorded and talking to people, and if if you're not feeling like good and personally, it's gonna be a shitty fucking hour for whoever's in here. So <laughs> and to your defense, bro, um, that's why I booked four sessions to start. Is and let me back this up a little bit. Is I did for like probably two three months. I was doing research. Mm-hmm going on Google all the time, typing in studios, researching. I found you guys. I didn't pull the trigger for a little bit because I was still looking around. Mm-hmm. I saw some other studios. Like you said, there's a lot of people you can go on like peer, uh, peer space, pardon me, and yep. rent the space, but you don't have somebody producing it for you. Yeah, then yeah, I was yeah. like, this is legit, but I booked four, you know, to kind of see the vibe. And once I got here, you know, up in Third Wheel Presents, I'm like, this is where it's at. You guys are really chill. Yeah, we thanks, have fun, man. man. And so it's like, yeah, yeah. So thank yeah, you, man. It's I appreciate it, dude. Yeah, the vibe. Like we're we're both comedians. Me and Nolan, we're both stand ups. We go on the road a lot. Like we like it's definitely like we there is uh we have we do have that care for the creative mind. Like there's also like we do you know we are business because this is our business and we really want to run this like successfully and grow like a, a lot. But at the end of the day, we also like I don't know if people aren't creating like. If, if when you have the ability to create what you see in your head and then you get that product, that's like the best feeling ever. When I see people that they see what they get and they're like, oh, dude, this is awesome. And like, yeah. And like when they add, like pull up a video or do whatever, and we're capable of doing everything they see, like everything I, I always bring up Rogan or whatever. So like everyone knows who he is, but like everything they can do in that studio, I know it looks fancier and whatever, like, but we can do that shit here. And like, we, we hold ourselves to like a high level just in, across the board in general, but even especially with the studio, man, like we always tell our guests, like we learned, like someone needed to Skype in. So we figured out how to get Skype calling in. And then we, every time someone asks, can you do this? We say yes. And then we figure out how to do it and get it done. And yeah, man, the, the, the community we're building out of the podcast studio is like one of my favorite things that we're doing. Like, I mean, again, like I'm happy to be a part of it for yeah, real, man. man. That's why it's awesome to have you here today. Fuck like, yeah, dude. Kicking it. And we were talking, like, when we came in, we were laughing. Cause you're like, I'm usually not, you know, 
Yeah, like, more Nolan yeah, sitting yeah. right now. This is and, good, and bro. you got to worry about, like I'm saying, the producing. And that's where right now, if I was videoing and doing audio, like in the back of my head, I'd be like, shit, is yeah. my, am I still filming? Yeah, is yeah, yeah. Is audio yeah. still going? Oh, dude, But yeah. now it's just, dude, it's so nice to just- well, That's how me and Nolan kind of started the idea of working together was I was producing our old podcast. And then, you know, it was like the idea of I was trying to host it and produce it at the same time as well as kind of keep the flow and keep it running. So he jumped in. He's like, hey, man, I can learn how to do the production stuff so you can lean on the hosting. I can lean on the production side. And then it took a little while because I was just like, all right, let me just like let go because, you know, like you get how hard it's like, oh, the reins. Just like I know how to do this and get it done. But then he figured that shit out. And then we started figuring out even new programs. We jumped from we were using like Switcher. And then we were like, hey, the quality's not as good. So we jumped to OBS and we had to learn a complete new interface and program. But like, then that's when we really started working together. And then that, that, I feel like that's when it bubbled into like, shit, we made our home studio amazing. We can do this out there. But yeah, it's fucking pretty gnarly, bro. Like this, the podcasting in general, how it's growing. Like my mom listens to podcasts. That was, that's what you I was mean? about to ask you. Cause you mentioned earlier how you're always staying on like the cutting edge and which is very important or else nobody's going to fuck with you if you're yeah, not you yeah. know, making. So what do you, what do you see in the future besides it getting more popular? Like what do you think is going to change about the I, game? I guess. I think live streaming is going to take over, man. Like, like Joe Rogan just stopped live streaming recently or they took a break on it because they were having some troubles. But I think it's just because he has such a big network of people watching him that when he live streams, it's fucking hundreds of thousands of people tuning in. But in general, like we live stream out of this studio and we get numbers on like a podcast that's never been li like on before. It's like first day podcast. You'll get over 100 viewers and listeners just from live streaming. And I do feel like that allows you to be the sports center or be the, you know, serious XM radio. Like we can come in here, say something happened. You know, we watched something earlier today. There was a fight or a game. We want to comment on it. We can go live right now and talk about it and have people in on YouTube and Facebook in the world, like already a part of this conversation. So it's like, I feel like that's where the future of podcasting is going to go to more live stuff. Even though a lot of people are a little nervous about, you know, I don't want to say something to get canceled or whatever. I think that's because of the Shane but, Gillis bullshit. I think that's going to go away quick. But I think in general, live streaming is the future of just, I mean, you own, you have a TV studio now. You have a radio studio now. You know what I mean? Like, and like what I, and it only makes sense to me because essentially I don't know what other people do a lot of times, but like I come here for the hour. Yeah. I don't really edit anything out. I've cut in a couple like, yeah, yeah, yeah. like uh, sponsorship things, but like. Yeah, you know, man. it's like so. It might as well be live, but like right? I, yeah. I, just, I just wanted to dabble, get some episodes in the bank, and then oh, no, I'll, I'll definitely want to start. That is the, the problem. Up. I will say that's the problem with live streaming. My other, I do a podcast called uh, the Fuckboy Helpline with Golan Edic. It's fucking fantastic. But we had to take a couple weeks off because there was actually one of her friends passed away. It was in a motorcycle accident. Sorry to hear, man. Yeah, it's, fuck it. Yeah, it sucks, and it's one of those you can never. You'll never. It just happens. So we had to miss two weeks, and when because we go live, we had nothing in the bank because it's like fuck, we go live. So we, we, we're learning right now to record two that aren't time sensitive. And then if we do miss a week, you can drop that and say, hey, sorry, we're away, but we still want to give you this content because you know how important it is not to miss like a week when you're podcasting. But, uh, but yeah, man, like live streaming is really, I feel like just overall, like the people that watch it and listen, like you'll get alerts on your phone. And it, it is just crazy, bro. Like it, like what you, when, like even with your podcast and you have like 14,000 followers on your YouTube channel, like that's fucking gnarly dog. And if you click, you know, 
you know, you're going live with True Buds T on your on your channel, like a, a handful of those people will know, and then you start getting engagement with them, like, hey, where are you guys watching from? Doing all that bullshit. Then they start chatting with you. Now the algorithm's throwing you up even higher. So now, like, a chunk of your channel's already like being alerted, and then you do that every week, and it's like, bro, your numbers start climbing, and it's that weird. It's another way to advertise that's so not utilized as well. And especially if people live stream, they usually just hold up their phone and talk to it. I mean, we got live audio and live video that's HD. So that's what I th I'm more excited about. We're, we're leaning on figure like, you know, sometimes the streams get a little tight and it'll block up and it'll freeze. So we're still learning on the best format for that. But at the end of the day, I think that's going to be the game changer just in general for people is instant access to your content of that's why i like even give, being able to give you when you leave you get your audio and video and you can put it up that night if you want to yeah but then live will even be quicker because it's up as you're talking so those are the cool i think that's the whole future of podcasting is going to be people just having because then once it's up it's up like so you go live then it just stays up and it's a peace of mind too yeah like, i know it'd even be easier you know you don't have to mess with as much on the back end for me coming in the studio even though i get the files i still got to upload them still takes time still got to do a little bit of editing but yep. when it's done it's done yeah so i can see where you're like that yeah, does dude. and I, you got me pumped up ready to do this yeah, shit, yeah i'm telling you i just make a thumbnail beforehand and then you change one every week so like when they see on the something that looks clickable and dope for your live stream and then do that i do see like not as many people are doing it but i do a lot of it's because they want to do editing in the post and doing whatever which i i get but if when, when you're doing live switching you don't need to edit so any kind of camera switching it's happening live and then you're live streaming like you can get more content out and then you're saving like you know if you do an hour video it's gonna take more than an hour to edit it yeah. if you're gonna watch the full thing which you should if you're gonna edit it so like you're just doubling your your podcast time minimum every week if you live stream bro it's fucking tag it out a little dude, bit I, I, throw dude, some info on there you're dude, good you, dog dude. You're, you have a real fucking following dude we're our channel is at like 1.16 like 1000 just over a thousand people and that was because it, it was our old like uh youtube channel that we converted to the fuckboy helpline but you got 14 but i guarantee you at least a thousand of those people will get an alert that you went live and then there's you know you just you have a dope channel, bro. I, was, oh, I clicked thanks, through man. your shit when you were talking about when Nipsey died and you were rolling the fucking blunt. And, like, it, there's all this shit. Like, you stay, like, you talk about shit as you're, like, smoking weed and talk about the weed. It's, like, it's one of those things that's good enough to where you can stay relevant. Like, like that. Like, I clicked on a couple of things that were, like, pop culturally topics that you were talking about as well as, you know, smoking weed and talking about what you were smoking. So it is, it is a weird, I do think it's, like, TV is for old people. Like whenever I go to anyone's house and they're watching TV and they're clicking through, it's like, dude, on demand everything. Like, and for that, real. so like, and that, like live streaming is, imagine like on TV, if you're watching something, you can just write them like something and they can write, talk to you while you're watching. That's what live streaming is. You know what I mean? Someone could, you could say something dope about the blunt and someone, we could, for, I could forget something. They'd be like, yo, what's that weed you're smoking? Oh, my bad. Thanks for putting it out that we're smoking this, blah, blah, blah. Like interacting with people, it, it, that's, that's the future, dog. And now when you do that here in this studio going live, so yeah. say this was a live episode right now, yeah. um, where, what's the capabilities to be streaming live? Would it be going on YouTube, Facebook? Or so we, so uh, right away, so, so this is Joe Schmo off the streets. Come in, you come in here. You can go into Facebook or YouTube by itself. You log in, we'll, we'll, we'll set it all up with the stream key. We'll get you set up. Uh, but if you want a multi-stream, which I 100% recommend, you go to like restream.com, you pay for the multi-streaming, it's like 20 bucks a month, and that'll give you Facebook and YouTube, which are the two I would rec I mean, that's money, because then it, 
every time you go live, both of them go live at the same time. So now you're talking to your Facebook and your YouTube audience. And then we would pull it up on this screen. So we'd have both the chats. So while we're talking live, you could see both chats from YouTube and Facebook. And when we, you can just live chat and talk to people. And then the engineer, if they need to you know, type anything out, they could do that. Or if we miss something and the engineer thinks that it's a good idea to say it, they'll fucking jump in and say it. But it's a very... It's a really good way to like stay connected with the people that are talking, but also like you know if you hit a little bit of a wall or they have a question for your guest, you know it's a, it's a I just feel like live streaming it really is that it's better than anything TV wise is doing right now. Well, if I could jump in, like what's what's interesting is you saw like you saw the switch from it was always just audio that was like from 05 to like maybe 2012 yeah, and all yeah, of a sudden yeah. video started sneaking in and it was brutal it was like not great video but then that kind of improved yep. and it's like you wouldn't have known that video was actually how podcasts were going to be consumed in like 09 yeah you would have in and we're kind of i do think that to mike's point like there's a cusp now where it's like the technology is getting so user friendly that live is going to be like that next thing. Like, oh yeah, it's audio, video, and live. Yeah, I, I think it's that next step so up. So, will that? Um, where do you think right now that the most podcasts are consumed? I would. I, I still think it's audio. I would say still audio, but it would be. I would say probably like sixty-five, thirty-five between audio, video, and I would say realistically, other than like on your Switcher or your Stitcher and Laughable and iTunes and all those things. Other than that, man, YouTube. Like, it's so crazy how many, even just podcasts will put their logo up with no video behind it and people will still listen to it on YouTube and it'll have 10,000 listens and it's just, like, I listen to old radio shows from Opie and Anthony fucking every day and there's zero video. It's just a picture of them in the studio and it's a three-hour show and I listen to that shit every day, dog. And it's one of those, like, if there was video, I would be even more into it. And then if there was any kind of live chat, like, then, yeah. So it is a crazy direction that, uh, it is slowly taking over. Like you notice, the Comedy Central radio has a TV show, so it's all their radio shows. Nikki Glazer up, you know, uh, you up or whatever, and then the Bonfire with Big J Okerson and Dan Soder, probably one of the best shows ever. But those are video, but it's a radio show. But they're in the studio with a fucking camera, so you realize like there's such a value in this radio and in podcasting, but. People still want to see it and they still want, it's just like, and I think, oh, sorry. I don't know, but it's just like the idea, like some people read, some people listen. So audiobooks are great. So you get both. That's the idea. If you do a podcast, some people are still never going to watch the video, but some people only are going to watch the video. So now you're just fucking throwing a double net. So that's kind of the idea of, you know, making it so where everybody can consume it. Yeah. And I heard, I forget who said it, but it made so much sense to me when they're like basically zero user friction. That's where I want to yeah. put everything up youtube wherever yeah and just have it there and for me the reason why i watch some on youtube is i don't like a lot of times i'll still watch them in my car you know yep. but it's just nice to have that option to look down they say something like what what's he what's he look like when he said that real quick a hundred percent dude I, I seriously i listen to them i'll go on youtube and i'll click through like i'll watch a whole like rogan episode and then yeah if something crazy happens or what yeah, i do want to see their expressions or if someone says something a little weird it's like let me see if they cut the, the homie's face to see what he's looking like. I mean, like, yeah. so sometimes you really do want those videos, but it is, I do think though, live streaming is like, cause even when Rogan did it, they wouldn't, they would never talk to the people. Like they would just let the fucking minions argue amongst themselves. But I think there is a value in live streaming and then also 
talking to the people, the ones that are saying some real shit. And we could even have it where we can pull up a bubble where on the screen as the, you're, you know, we're just, you know, doing your show, you could have the live chat. Cause real, I mean, there's a lot of people that will ask some amazing questions and when people write in or call and that's why, you know, radio shows and they always used to do that. I feel like that is really what we're going to start doing is with the live streaming and all that. It really, it starts making it like a radio show. Cause then like when you were in your car, you could call in, you could hear yourself on the radio, like, Oh, that's fucking crazy. And it gives you that aspect as well as a TV aspect. So then it kind of embraces both. You know what I mean? And you gave me a cool idea too, which I haven't, I need to get back on my giveaways more, but on, yeah, yeah. When I start doing a live a little more, I'm going to throw in some giveaways in there. Yeah, man. Like, whatever. I don't know how I would do it. Maybe, like, whoever has this number, comment, or I'll have to I'll have to think yeah, more yeah. on that. But, like, it'll just be cool to do live giveaways like that. And when, you're, and when you're fucking live streaming, you tell people, follow me. Like, I'm watching my numbers right now. And you can't even joke around. But like, just fucking open your phone. Follow me right now. Like, this is about, like, people connect so much more. I noticed when we were live streaming and like, I know, uh, Nolan, you have your LA guys, you guys go yeah. live on Twitch, right? Yeah. Twitch. And that's the other thing. If you do restream. So, I mean, it's interesting to think of like the appeal. Cause when you do a podcast, like you talk about from step one, just thinking about how to record it, then distrib distribution, then you do video. And then you think about how to distribute that. And you're a resourceful guy. So you've kind of figured out how to like utilize everything you're doing with your podcast and give it all these outlets. And you think about like, one thing that we think would be cool is if is if you can come to a place like this, and there's probably going to be a lot of these, I think, pretty soon, where it does so much of that legwork so that a lot of it is really just you cultivating the audience interaction. And then a lot of that legwork, like even the editing is done after the fact for you. Like, you know, it would be cool to see where the, that shit goes, because a lot of the bigger podcasters like Burt Kreischer, whatever, they pay people to do almost every step of the process. Oh yeah, they're not doing shit. Yeah, there's, and, and there's no way. We're still constantly trying to figure out the best way to be able to provide the entire sphere of of work that goes into getting a podcast out the right way, while also it being affordable to like the average person before you've blown up and you can yeah. afford three hundred bucks a, a week or some shit. Yeah, yeah. Um, but uh, but yeah. Anyway, so oh, to that point, like I have a podcast I do with three buddies, and we try to split up that work. We go live on Twitch, but then after the fact, I know, I know, like the legwork. I was like, I got to go back through and clip that podcast up, get it out on Instagram or and TikTok now. Might as well. It's like they, there's uh, there's so much out of a. I think even Gary V, the entrepreneur, the he talks so much about the value of a podcast because of how much trickle down content you get out of that. From the, yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's the easiest source. Like your creative is so easy like this conversation is so easy that just trickling it down if you have video um and then especially you go live that's one less pl place to post um yeah w i've been trying to figure out how we could have like so uh, kind of a full service suite of getting you know it's audio video live now you have audience building and all that and then the trickle down to like clip clip ups to each spot uh you know but uh but yeah we do twitch twitch is dope our audience our audience interaction is part of so what we do is we play these characters and we just stay in character the whole time. That's dope. And we riff and improv like like just basically we're we're just being funny and building this world together. And then these people that come on Twitch, they'll comment and then we'll work them in to the like what we're building, this world. So like my buddy Spencer, he's hilarious. Like his character's a surfer that's homeless that lives under a pier in Santa Monica. And like a couple of people that have come in and come on or commented, it's like that's one of the guys is like the leader of the homeless dudes now, like this, the, like one of the the chat guys. So we'll like we'll post like later, like dude, check out the video we put up. Like you're a character in our little world now. Uh, so like so that's like an appeal to them. They're excited. They're even more excited to see like maybe they can come back. And there's all different kinds of ways to 
interact with the audience, but that's how we do it. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it makes, it, it builds that community. And like yeah. you're saying, the less time you have to worry about all the back end stuff is the more time you can focus on building that community. Which is what you want. Yeah. Now, question about that though. Do you guys have the same characters every podcast or does it switch? Every podcast. Yeah, so we're you guys are building, building for a minute, huh? Yeah, yeah, You guys yeah, have yeah. to make a movie. Yeah, we're building, uh, yeah, we're basically, well, we're trying to write a TV show out of it. We're, we're trying to create, um, we, I mean, this is like, this is kind of a cool thing. We just met with Red Bull about potentially doing projects that they would fund. So that's like, the idea is that hopefully like we can build something that's valuable enough to get outside uh, people to pay attention to it, you know. And again, that's all starting because of a fucking podcast these guys are doing with, again, like the value of when, you know, they're talking to the Red Bull dudes and they can show like, oh, we have these characters and they also do sketches. And with Twitch the had value building that audience. So that's yeah, the other yeah. thing is like nowadays everybody cares about your followership and we yeah, don't yeah, have yeah. much, but we do have one on Twitch. So that has exactly. Value. Yeah, exactly. That's why it really does matter. Those dumb numbers. It's fucking nuts how like it doesn't matter how good you are. If for a while, it just like if there's a number behind it that you'll get the opportunity to show you're good. So like um, a lot of that's why I think it's a huge like live streaming just gets your numbers up so fucking fast and like it's so much easier for people to like and subscribe and follow and share it when they're seeing it pop up on their wall every week and when they're seeing like like no one gets an alert like like Facebook doesn't go out of its way to alert people when I put up a video on Facebook but it does when I go live like you'll get an alert on someone's Instagram like whoever blah 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 is live yeah, right I get now, those all the time right? I'm like shit yeah cuz they they they're trying to push these markets so I think that that's like they realize the value in that shit man and like it is really funny to see like how they're using it with their podcast and is literally making up a fantasy universe including the people talking to them as parts in this universe and characters, as well as people talking about real shit going on in the in the world, as well as just you know just shouting out, hey, what's up? I'm watching from like we were at, we had, we were live streaming at midnight for a while, so we had people in Europe watching us because it was early morning in Europe. So for a while, we did like a murder mystery podcast, and we had people in Spain and uh, fucking London and shit commenting during the podcast because. They just woke up and it says, hey, you guys are live. And we hashtagged it correctly. Eating breakfast, watching. Yeah, yeah man. These are people <laughs> we'd never connect with at all, no matter what. But live streaming, it gets you that connection. It's fucking nuts, man. So I, I really do feel like that's the future of it. It's just the problem is, is the, I think it's the bandwidth. Because again, I think Rogan's having issues with that. And like we did, like yeah, I, I live streamed yesterday and had issues and got kicked off. So I think that that's. That's where TV and I, I don't know, I, you know, they're winning a little bit right now. But the technology again is only getting better on our side. So I'm. That's why we're trying to stay current constantly because the day, bro, the second that something comes out, we're like, hey, this is a hub for whatever bandwidth for live stream. Like that's, you know, we pick that up instantly. And now we fuck with that because this. Even when we bought these mic stands and shit, dog. It was so hard to find radio mic stands for a while because, like, it like we wanted different ones. We wanted these nice kind of tube looking ones, and we ended up thought, like using these guys. But the the tube guy, like, it, there's the market is so new still. Like, yeah, you had two or three options, and it's funny when you look around, like, oh wow, they're still figuring out like different stands for the microphone. Like these microphones are really heavy microphones, so a lot of the stands can't even fucking support that. It's it's really funny to realize like. We're looking at catalogs that only big radio like people are looking at for their actual spot, and now they realize like people are building these studios in their fucking closets at the, at home now. So like the this industry is just gonna pop, and being I think the live streaming they're gonna figure out a way to make it better for everybody because so many people are trying to do it. 
but that is the I think yeah, that's that's it, man. I, when you start doing it, man, you're gonna notice because you already have a good. Honestly, Dude, I'm excited to yeah. get I mean, it going, man. Yeah, fourteen thousand—that's fucking awesome. And if you guys are listening or watching, fucking subscribe. What is I, it, True Buds TV? Yes, sir. Dude, seriously, subscribe to that shit. It's fucking fun, man. Hey, right, good looks, Mike. No, seriously, bro. <laughs> I'm not kidding. I, I always click around on the shit people do, and it's fun to see like there's certain podcasts that like, oh, you guys are fucking hustlers, dog. Like, you know, there's a handful of people that they do their podcast every week. They put it up, they walk away, boom, that's it. And then there's homies like you, bro, that like you're building a whole fucking empire with that True Buds TV shit, dude. Like, dude, any. Thing, I mean, getting a thousand YouTube subscribers is hard, bro. You got fourteen point four and climbing, dude. You're killing it, bro. Thanks, bro. And, and the key, like we're talking about, for me is just staying consistent. And I yeah. imagine even when you're doing a like live, that's a lot more important. Like you're saying, yeah, you're yeah, doing yeah, midnight yeah. every time, maybe or whatever. Yeah, exactly. So like having a consistent exactly. schedule that people know. Yeah, we, we like you remember we would sit there and we it would be funny, bro. We're running around my apartment, making sure that everything's plugged in. Is the camera on? Is this going? Boom, boom, boom. And then we would just sit there. Then we'd have the, the countdown because we wanted to go live at three o'clock. Every, you know what I mean, like you want because there's something is cool about that, like going at the same point, like like you can go live at fucking four twenty, dog. People, yeah, I mean, people respect that. Shit yeah, do they like, love it. They know you're putting in the work. Yeah, dude, and it's hard because you're there fucking live, bro. Yeah. And that's the other thing too. That's about, like when the cool thing about live is like it's lot. Like I'm here right now. If you wanted to call my cell phone, I would hold it up to the camera, and be like, "You're calling me right now. This is your name." You know what I mean? Like it's it's so it's to me it's as real deal as TV and internet and podcasting can get. And people respond, bro. Like I click on random live videos. I would never click on someone's video, but if it says live, sometimes I'm like, let me see what these guys. Are fucking well, let's see what's going down. Yeah, right I mean, now. yeah, exactly. Right, like you said, like right now. It's right, exactly. <laughs> it's happening right now. Let's, let me see what's let's happening. See what somebody else is doing right now. Yeah. Um, I have another kind of question for you in terms yeah, yeah. of the podcast, man. So, like, you say people like Rogan or these huge podcasters or even smaller ones. Like, what what would you say is the best way for these you know people diving into making podcasts to make a little money on it? Uh, so I mean, I this sounds really crazy, but I'm all about doing like if you're anywhere in any kind of like building your own podcast studio i know it sounds crazy like if you have anywhere in investment and like this is a future like people will rent like how we're renting out and doing whatever that's one way to make money in the it's like how to you know get booked on a comedy show run a comedy show you know what i mean one of those is like how to get money in a podcast studio build them but if you can't you know obviously put down all the money in the investment and do all that uh it's i mean getting a sponsor like and like be like if you have a podcast you're putting out every week and you can show that you're not because you're you will build numbers and if you have decent numbers you can find a local sponsor and then just be like hey give me a promo code and give me 50 bucks 20 even find four different people to give you 25 bucks a week and, and to shout their podcast out or shout out their company that's a hundred dollars uh fucking week that you're getting and to them, each of them, it's that's good marketing. Like I'll pay twenty five bucks to, for you to market my fucking, you know, for real. So, so a lot of it's just a lot of legwork, just hustle. Because in the beginning, man, if you're nobody, like think of a and you do a podcast, think of a podcast that brings value to people, something that people want to hear. Entertainment, you can get that all day, every day. Information is where it's at. Like what you're doing with your weed shit, bro. That's a lot of information. There's a lot of like I'm learning shit. Like there's like you're talking about the different like. Uh, like I, when you ask people what they're smoking on and like whatever and the differences between the sh like it's very like uh, it's very easy for people to feel like there's too many podcasts but I don't feel like there's enough good ones so if you I would say to make money find a market like say I want to do a baking or whatever baking podcast I'm gonna talk only about baking whatever and then start hitting up people in that market to sponsor it start because like there isn't a lot of money in podcasting itself unless you're promoting yourself live. Like if you have live gigs, it's always good to be like, hey, check out this. I'm going to be here this weekend. 
or yeah, hitting up sponsors to help you market and get shit out. Cause I mean, you get four different people giving you a little bit of money to give. And they, I feel like it helped both sides. Just finding out ways that help you and also benefit the, you know, like a company or somebody else. Cause there is value in, especially if you're fucking live streaming dog, there's a lot of value if, for these companies. If you say their name and all that shit, and then you start like, you have real numbers, you have 14.4 that like you could show up to people and be like, yo, I got, these are not, these are my numbers right now. Like fucking sponsor me. I want this much a week and I'll put your fucking logo in my corner. It's a lot of that. It's like getting your numbers up. And until you get your numbers up, it's just fucking find a couple different local businesses that can kick you a weekly Get a promo code, and in the beginning, just beg your friends to use that promo code. <laughs> Be like, yo, homie, pretend you listen to my podcast, but use this promo code, dog. <laughs> but, yeah, I mean, it's just all a hustle and grind. Like, you probably, I mean, how, how was it for you starting out? Like, how did you go from zero to a thousand? Did you have, like, a viral video thing, or did you just... I, I just kept just kept cranking, really. Hustle, dog. Uh, and that's and that's where that it's nice that I have a following. That's why I've been able to land sponsors without even launching the podcast yet. Exactly. But it's a bunch of knocking on doors, man. I just got to keep hitting people up. It's how long, saying, your, how long has your channel been going? Oh shit. Um, like three years, but Fucking I really killer, took it dude. seriously this year. No good, I, man. I like, did two videos a week. Before that, I was doing like one a week or when I could. Yeah, this year, yeah, I'm like yeah. doing two a week and I'm just- Fuck yeah, bro. Just keep cranking on it like that. But that's why it works, bro. Like whenever people ask and like about how to get shit done or do whatever- and you let them know. I mean, it takes years of consistency. No one wants to hear that because it's not sexy and it sucks. Yeah, you know I mean, like it's that dumb idea of like, you know, like you know, even if sponsor like they they'll you know a sponsor will stick it out with you if you have decent decent numbers. But if you're just being consistent with people and hitting them up constantly, even if they're not getting anyone hitting them up, it's still seeing there's something to anybody being consistent and shit. You want to support that person. And like, I remember seeing a lot of YouTube shows. I'm like, I would never subscribe to this, but then you watch enough that you're like one day, it just gets you to be like, all right, I'll subscribe. <laughs> but you know what I mean? And then boom, boom, you get more and more people. And it's just because of the fucking, you just add it every day, man, your need. It's, and that's where the game is. And a lot of people, you know, they want the, they want the lotto ticket. They want that's the fucking, you know, jump in. I had one viral video and now my life is great. It's like, nah, dude, you got fucking three years in this YouTube game. You know what I mean? Yeah, and and that, that's, that's for real, man. That's a lot of work. Yeah, yeah it's, isn't that exactly, bro. It's a lot of time, yeah. a lot of work. And um, I mean, two videos a week is nothing to snub at, bro. That's for real, dude. We were doing like one a week, I think. For, yeah. And that was hard, man. Yeah, dude. One a week, and that because you want to do a good. And your videos are solid, man. They're edited well. Yeah, I mean, you know what you're doing, and that's the other thing, dude, is putting out content that you're happy with. I feel like if you put out something you're happy with, people want to support it. Like, even money wise, like people will back you in the weirdest ways, bro. The weirdest ways. You know what I mean? Like I'll wear, like talk to different companies. Like, hey, I, you know, I wear the, I wear hats a lot. Let me talk to fucking uh, some local hat company and be like, yo, give me like four hats. I'll rock them on the thing and I'll give you a shout out. Now I just got four hats. You know what I mean? Like it doesn't even That's... need to be a straight up money thing. Like I was on the road. Some dude, I sold two hats. I saw hats on the road. I sold two hats for like one for 10. One guy gave me 20. He's like, oh, I'll keep the other 10. I was like, fuck yeah. And then some dude just gave me like a quarter of weed, like fire weed. He's like, ah, oh, I work at a dispensary. Here's a sample. Shit. And then you're just like, dog, this is value too. So, yeah. so I always think of that with people's podcasts, man. Sometimes it's not even a finance, like what can, how you get paid for it. It could be in other ways. Like, let me shout out your business. And even if you can't give me cash, give me a fucking free pizza, dog. Give me one free pizza a week and I'll shout your pizza place out. <laughs> no, you know what I mean? That, like, that's the hustle, man. Right? And that was my goal. It kind of brings me back to my weed selling days where I used to just fr sell weed to get free smoke. Yes, And exactly. that's kind of where I am right. at in this studio space right now. Yeah. Um, I'm, you know, my goals are higher than just breaking even in terms of the studio space. But right now I want my sponsors 
to be able to pay for the space that I'm renting through you guys. Yeah. So, you know, I'm not like throwing too much out of my own pocket, which I still am and I have done through YouTube uh, no, and yeah, stuff, I you know, it, yeah. but just like kind of just- that's Yeah, that's just, the if goal, I, if, bro. I can, if right now with these first, you know, 16 episodes I do, if I can break even by having sponsors on all of them- Fuck yeah, then dude. Then I'm fucking- That's huge. Then I'm- Because then you, that's basically you're having a free, it's like free studio time to fucking keep at, like pushing this product that's gonna pop, man. Like, I don't know anybody that puts- this much time and effort into shit for a long time that doesn't get somewhere. I mean, no one is like, you don't see anyone's like, Oh, I've been doing this shit for 15 years, grinding every day, hustling. And they're still at zero. Like you've been doing it three years. You're at 14,000 subscribers. Like that's gnarly dog. Like we grinded our asses off. Literally. I think messaging all of our fucking homies. We got 1.16 in a year. And I'm like, dude, if like, unless there's a fucking miraculous thing happening like that, our pace wasn't, going great so for anyone to even build like i think too many people don't it's like they don't give love as quickly as they should and it's like it's it's more it's, it's easier to give out hate and that's like that shit sucks man like i always love on seeing other people doing crazy shit because god damn bro like there's no <laughs> money in the game for a while the money is to be able to do it for free and that's why you gotta love it <laughs> yeah, too. at least when you pick in like the niche we were talking about earlier if you were starting out a podcast you gotta at least be really into it and like yeah yeah care about it yeah like for me like with the weed and youtube and everything i just love making those videos you know yeah, yeah, now yeah. i'm seeing some sponsors and some money come through but like you said it doesn't just that's and i appreciate you keeping it so real because i have the same exact thought i think a lot of people are like oh i'll just go do a podcast and i'll be joe rogan next week yeah you know and they don't realize that he, he's <laughs> been doing that shit forever dog yeah. he's like the godfather of this yeah. shit huh uh, I think there was a couple people before him, but I mean, he was one of the, he was one of the first. I feel like I know Adam Carolla and then there's some guy that's actually known as the Godfather of podcasting. I forgot his name, but it's still like fucking, it's just one of those things where people want, they, again, they, the consistency, man, like he didn't miss, I mean, he does multiple a week and shit too. You know what I mean? Like, but a lot of people just don't want that grind. Even with stand up comedy, man, going out all the time, doing whatever, people don't want the grind, bro. With anything, anything they do, it's like that idea of just like easy money, which I think it's just, they don't want that. At the end of the day, if everyone won the lottery tomorrow and they had not, like, they would be miserable with nothing to do. You know what I mean? Yeah. You, you might not be happy with your job, but you need something to do, man. So. Like even doing this podcasting, building your universe, building a fucking network of like, you're talking about weed, you're talking about fucking, I mean, it's just, I think it's honestly what like people that people only look at the number one, like the, like we always say the Rogans, you know what I mean? But goddamn, bro, like there's so many people on the come up right now when that fool's done, like the Howard Stearns, when they're done, like I listen to the bonfire right now all the time. And in my head, it's crazy that there's another show other than like Opie and Anthony that I love. And you realize like, oh yeah, it's just not their time anymore. And then at some point it's going to be your time. I mean, it's like, it's that weird thing, bro. It's not going to be anyone's time. Who's not already doing it consistently. It's not just going to land in your lap. Like, Hey, guess what? You've been not doing it for 10 years. It's going to, it's like, no, we're going to give it to the guy who's been doing it for fucking 10 yeah. years. So credit to stand up, right? Everything, everything, every, everything. I mean, it's yeah. creative aside, everything. It's just like anybody I know who's doing good. My buddies in uh, New York who are doing finance and shit. It's like, those dudes put in work, like yeah, dude. doing like assistant work and shit until they can like, start trading or, you know, whatever their job is. You yeah. got to, you got to hustle. Yeah, you got to put in the legwork. Yeah, man. And there's a lot, there's definitely people always ask about the money and either stand up or podcasting or whatever. But I mean, honestly, to me, the money, it, if there is any money, if it's enough to where you're breaking even, you should be happy with it. Cause then you're doing what you love for fucking free rather than paying for it. Cause so many people like 
you have to pay for anything. You know what I mean? Like, like even, I mean, not only studio space, but like, God damn, we were uh, like, just to like your monthly on Libsyn to get your shit out. Then your monthly on fuck, Hey, YouTube premium, like just to keep all your shit current, your website current. It's like, God damn. Is it like, it's, it's, it's a, fi- it's a financial grind as well as an emotional grind because like you can't, you got to keep your money in those pockets, bro. It's, it's easy to like be like, ah, oh, I'd rather just buy a video game system and just dick off. But it's like, nah, I can't because I got to pay my Google Drive again this month because we have so many goddamn files or, you know what I mean? Like For real. And that's where that um, something that I do with TrueBuds right now, at least until I start making more money, is literally everything I make, I sink back in. Oh, very smart. With the exception one time I bought my girl something. She was like, give me shit one day. I was like, you know what? I'll buy you something with yeah, my yeah. True Buds money. But besides that, yeah. it's always just sink everything back in. It's smart, man. And so it's like two separate. I have my you know, Jack Waltering life where I'm working, doing my acting to live off that, yeah, yeah, bartending. Yeah. And then True Buds is just keeps, that's why I'm able to be here right now with yeah. you just because I keep trying to build it. If I wasn't sinking it back in, I, I might not even be making videos still. Yeah. Know. No, I feel, but you're being smart about it, bro. You have to, like, if... If you don't put money into it, no one else is going to. You know what I mean? Like, no one's going to believe in your shit until, like, we had someone partner up with or try to partner up with us and fucking rent, like, they wanted to co-own the studio and blah, blah. And we were thinking, like, we almost did and we decided not to. And I'm glad we didn't just because we the, the freedom that we have right now and everything. But at the end of the day, the the funny thing to us was, like... Until we put all this time and money and effort into this, nobody else was even looking at it. No one else was even, you know what I mean? Like, it, we weren't anybody. It, it, it really is just if you're not financially, well, I always tell people, put your money where your mouth is. If you're not financially willing to back it, then why is somebody else going to? So when you do stuff like this at a high level, two videos a week, YouTube channel going, podcast, like, then when you see any agent or anybody off the street, it's like, oh, this fucking fool believes in himself. You know what I mean? Rather than, oh, what do you do? Oh, I go to the free open mics and then I put up a YouTube video like once every, I mean, maybe every couple of weeks and it's not edited that well and the sound's kind of shit. It's, it really is. It's, it, it, to me, it's, it's easy to see why the industry picks who they pick because they're people that take their lives and their profession seriously, man. Like putting money into a podcast, like even in general, we had people coming in here. We we're giving like discounts to our homies in the first month just to like get it going. And fuck, man. Getting like twenty bucks out of people is pulling teeth, and then you start realizing like, oh, you just aren't ready to put your money behind yourself. And then after we start moving, and then we get shit going, and then we find our pricing and shit. Then there's people that are giving us, you know, like a real amount of money, and we're giving them a real product. And it's like, oh, okay, you see value in your career, and that's again like, you know, trying to fuck with people that see value in their career, and like hence like you know you we have fucking the blackout pod with pete suval we got just for a minute in the hard way podcast i always call her by her instagram name. isn't that funny you ever yeah, do that I, her name is jessica molder she's fantastic but i always call her by her instagram name like to me her last name is for a minute you know what <laughs> I mean? like yeah but, but yeah i don't know man no, I, I did that to a, a guest i'm gonna be having on because uh, she has like a manager so i emailed the manager because I like to send out the information, a little talent release ahead of time, like yeah. just letting them know, like we're doing. I sink a lot of work and time and editing and this. If you're cool with selling, signing a talent release, you'll sign it on the day of or whatever. Yeah, but I yeah. put her Instagram name on there because <laughs> I was like, I, I, that's the only I way know. I know her. Yeah, yeah, that's but, uh, funny. But yeah, man, it's funny like that. And uh, but that's I've had really good response to that because you know, with like people signing stuff, people get weirded out sometimes, like yeah, signing yeah. stuff. So that's like with the email ahead, you know, just trying to protect it. Yeah, you're smart, man. I, that's why I wrote you when I, we, we have a write-up about the studio, and I was just thinking, like, oh, I'm going to use pictures of people. I should probably ask if they don't care because you don't realize, like, I mean, shit, that, that's the other thing with the whole podcast, like this whole movement and industry. Like, 
there's so much shit we don't even think of. Like, oh yeah, your personal property. Like, I'm gonna put this stuff out, and I'm gonna do this, and I know that you're here recording with us, but you're. That's not technically you saying I can put this anywhere I want. Yeah, you know I mean, it's it is kind of a weird, like um, like untempt water. You know what I mean? Like, it, especially for me with the weed stuff, is because like, oh yeah, yeah. Like, who knows? I get in the, somebody's in the chair right there. We're talking about weed. Five years later. You know, maybe they're trying to get a corporate yeah, job yeah, and you're yeah, like, yeah. you got to take that down or something. You just never know. Yeah. But that's why I'm like, you know, kind of paranoid. Was, it, that's why I, I'm doing it. But it's like, you never know when shit ha like that happens. Yeah, so man. Could, like, Cause that, that's true. Cause podcasting is so free form. That's why I love about it so fucking much is like, it's so easy to be fake for like five, seven minutes, 10 minutes. If you're really good. But after 10, 15 minutes, like it, you're, you just come out, you know, whoever you are. So like having these long form podcasts are taking over. Cause I mean, Anthony Jeselnik, you watch him on stage. You're like, oh, you're funny. You got some good jokes and everything. You're really great. Obviously he's a genius, but then you watch as a podcast, like, oh, you're talking like a human. You're not in this joke cadence and you're just free talking and thinking. And I love that. And a lot of people are realizing like, oh, like, especially when you build an act, you build your act for a couple of years, usually sometimes more obviously. And like, but it's pretty much around the same thing within that time. You do a different hour of podcasts every week, dog. You know what I'm saying? Just like, so it, it, to me, it's that real, it's real deal, man. Podcasting is fucking, it's just why real. I'm here. That's, I have the same yeah. exact feeling, man. That's why I'm like so happy to be here right now because I just wanted a way to kind of do that and just be real. And I just like, like I've said in some other episodes, learning from people like yeah, man. knowledge you're dropping, man, everybody else I've had on here. If I can, you know, get something from them and they, if they can get something from me too, I really hope they can too. Yeah, know? dude. But just providing the opportunity and the exposure to, uh, no, oh, fuck you yeah, know? Dude. like that's where I'm just trying to get everybody I can, you know, build the fam. Like you guys are doing here at the studio is really badass. Thanks man. And the weed show, I mean, I, I'm a huge, that's my, that my jam dog. So all the weed stuff is to me is so funny. Cause like I've been smoking weed since I was 14 years old every day. I think I took off for three months. Cause I had, I was probing for like some gang in New York <laughs> and they weren't, I wasn't allowed to smoke weed at the time cause I was fucking up too much. And they were just like, yeah, you got to quit. But, uh, yeah, other than that, man, I've been smoking fucking every day. So it's when I, when I saw that we had a, like a weed based podcast or weed themed podcast. And I was like, that's fucking killer, bro. Cause that's the idea, man. Like everyone, when you think about a podcast, do something, talk about something you love talking about. And as whenever I hear you come in here and talking about your, I'm like, oh, this fool knows his game, bro. Like. It, you're in you're delved in the universe and that's the other, like that's a, a good way to build your audience is like be you know who they want be what they're looking for you're you're very transparent like this is true buds tv and then like your channel's fucking fun man like it's very it's just i don't know weed based shit it can be very saturated and that's why i like having informative weed based shit or just like your channels when you're like it's it's fucking dope man like at videos and audio it's not just like let's get high and be dumb and be stoned it's like info about it's i don't know it's dope it's i, I really do appreciate that man that makes me happy whenever no, i get whenever i get some love on the true buzz you know it, it, yeah dude it's great man i didn't know you were popping as hard because I, I always click on the channel and just click around and then i didn't even notice the subscriber count until recently and you're like oh damn this fool's pulling bro so good for you bro yeah and it's funny where it comes in waves you know yeah like, yeah yeah like all of a sudden it could it shot up one month a shit ton it, it just, yeah yeah but you know pretty consistently about 20 at least 20 subscribers a day for the most part did you get any viral videos that kind of gave you a good push along the way yeah the how to roll a cigarette 
Hey, that, that's the one I was watching. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's bro, brilliant, dude, bro. That, dude, that thing. that's so many people have been in that predicament. Bro, that thing in a month got me 3,000 subscribers at least. Wow. Yeah. See, that's what I'm talking yeah. about, bro. That's nuts. Yeah. And I, who, like I might've said on another episode, I'm like, dude, I did not expect that. Yeah. I was just, I just had to do a video. I just had to, and I didn't really have that plan that day. Wow. It just happened to work That was out. a riffed out one. Yeah. That was just kind of a, wow. All, yeah. And that's such a good one because that, I could see the clickability of that in every way is like, Oh yeah, I feel like everybody that smokes weed has thought that, and like had it been in the uh, has been to the point where they're like, "Fuck, I think I might need to roll." You know, I don't have any papers. Let me roll a fucking sit or like I don't know. It's fucking that's dope, dude. Yeah, and a lot of Europeans. Really? Yeah, the most like people from Europe I've had comment on any video. Oh, because they smoke a lot one. of spliffs, maybe Pro something like that. I was like, oh, that's ah. an interesting little like uh, statistic thing there. That's that, awesome, dude. Yeah, and the other one that was an improv too is my second most popular. Um. <laughs> So just isn't that nuts how the shit you plan out so hard you write like we did sketches brother we'll like write out we go through we light it we fucking I mean we really delve it in we do different camera angles audio shotgun mics lapel mics and then they do decent and then we did one of fucking one shot Nolan walking down the street talking about Michael Jackson literally one shot 15 20 seconds maybe a thousand views like a thousand just like right away and we're like dog we spent so long in the sketch that like got like 150 views. It's so funny how the weirdest shit will pop or like give you those, you know, sparks. So, and a lot of it for YouTube too is definitely the keywords. But with those videos, like all my comedy videos for the most part have like under a thousand views. Yeah. And that's the shit I put the most time into for the most part. But I'm, I have a feeling, or hopefully, you know, in the future, those, they're, they're continue to grow. You know? Oh, yeah. They will so, pop. But you never Someone know one of those sketches you did. Two yeah, years yeah, down the yeah, line, and all of a sudden, hits. That's the cool thing about that shit is you know, yeah, you never know what. Like I did uh, an interview with Mark Norman, and it got like two hundred views. And I remember I posted it on Reddit, and I, I just I named it differently. I, I explained the interview he talked about uh, ruining a Christmas party. So I wrote Mark Norman ruins a Christmas party. Got like fucking over a thousand views again. You're just like, oh, okay, you can still reshare an old video on reddit or there, there's still life sometimes in these old things that you don't think about like oh yeah let me just throw this is a funny video let me throw this under this thing and a lot of it's just the way you brand it people don't realize that like getting your podcast out there like you, what you were saying the way you title it hashtag it like get the right get a right logo like so much of that bullshit if you're new especially is how are people going to find it make it fucking searchable yeah, I mean, and that that right there, man, is what like, for YouTube, like podcasting and diving into all this is new for me. But for YouTube, that is definitely yeah the biggest part. So I used yeah, to, I actually like, use how... TubeBuddy. Um, oh, I don't okay. know if you've heard of that, but it uh, helps me with finding good keywords. It has keyword oh, explorers smart. and it helps me find good tags and stuff. Very smart. Yeah, but, yeah. yeah, the keywords are huge, really, man. Really, important. I think that's what how do we we do something like that with our studio on Google, right? I mean, that yeah, we just use like SEO stuff. But um, still, yeah. So it's tracking the same way, yeah. But I remember too, buddy. I never, I could never figure out how to like. That was always something I was looking into when we were trying to build our channel. Yeah, you, you like it? Yeah, I do. It works. Yeah, yeah. yeah I, li I like it a lot actually. Um, yeah. I forget what I'm paying. I got an offer for. They sent me an email for my other for the True Buds Show channel that I started, and like for like one time offer, forty seven dollars for a lifetime membership. Oh shit! Damn. I'm like, word. I'm gonna jump on that shit. Yeah, yeah. Because I think it's like I'm paying like fifteen a month right now. But that's what's funny though is a lot of people. I give you that credit again, man, because so many fucking people just don't take those steps, man. They expect shit to happen without putting in the money, and it it sucks to say because like we we were broke, man. Me and all like I there's I have no money, dog. All my money is in the studio. I sold my guitar. I sold all my cameras, my lenses, like everything I owned is gone for this goddamn studio. 
And I know this fool's, I mean, not fucking rolling in dough. So, like, that, it is funny when people complain about shit and you don't realize, like, you know, or haters will bitch about shit. It's like, like what you're doing, like, dude, you're hustling, not only, like, physically with, you know, being consistent and doing whatever, but, I mean, shit, dude, you're paying for fucking, uh, you know, TubeBuddy and you're paying for your, you know, all your subscriptions on shit and you're, like, people don't eat, like, yeah, dude, it's not a coincidence that you have 14,000. Yeah, you know I mean, like, that kind of shit happens. So it's, that's fucking dope, bro. I, lo- I just love hearing how other people are making it and moving up because it really is crazy how there's so many different ways to pop in this industry and it's never the way you think you're going to pop. So it's so smart just to have kind of a little bit of, you know, here, a little bit there, like, you know, you're doing a podcast, you have your, you know, your TV, your, your series there. You got your, I mean, you have a lot of how-to videos too. Yeah. Those are uh, what, the, and that's where the keywords come into play. Those are, do the best consistently. Yeah. Cause I was clicking, yeah, it's funny. Cause when I was looking at your page, those are the ones I clicked on. Cause it, 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 there's something to that. Again, learning something. I was like, oh, okay, I'll watch this. And then it's like, oh, okay, that's definitely, that's smart, man. And like back to the point where like, you don't know what's going to happen. Like last month I had somebody, a commercial company hit me up. So did like a smoker's vape thing, like a commercial. It's been on, uh, my buddy hit me up when he's watching uh, football and basketball games. Oh, I've like, seen it on. It's on TV. Like a yeah, TV yeah com- it's on TV. So they found one of my vape videos and they, all it is, all they use is me one second smoking my vape on Santa Monica I saw Monica the picture Beer. of that. On the, did you put it, you posted it on, a, is it on your Instagram, the screenshot of it or some shit? Um, I don't know if I did. I, I, I saw, because it's like, it's, I saw your hair, it's like smoke coming around you. Where the fuck did so I see that? It's on, it's been playing all over, I don't know if it's national, but it's all over, it's for a California vape company. But, uh, I'll, but, did you uh, post it on your True Buds page? I no, like I didn't. I was going to do a little thing, but literally all it was, it's kind of anti-vape. <laughs> Which um which I kind of am if you're not getting it right, but at yeah, the same yeah, time yeah. I just kind of wanted to dabble. But they're like, use one second of the clip, bro. Pay me seven fifty. Whoa, for, for a video I already made. That's dope. That's what so, I'm saying, yeah, bro. Like, dude, know, fuck yeah, dude. Bro. Yeah, that you rules. never know. That's what I'm saying. That, that's the thing is that, and for them, other than them looking for an actor, having to go out and shoot the thing and go on set like that, you just saved them like the hassle and annoyance. Like they're probably like seven fifty. Fuck yeah. Like, now we don't have to worry about any... Like, that's so huge, bro. And you know what? Now they're going to probably be scouring your page more. And different people like that are going to be looking at your page more and being like, oh, shit, we can use... You know? That's some smart shit, dude. Yeah, Good for thanks, you, bro. Guys. Yeah, that's why I wanted to raise a little awareness about it. Be like, yo, holler at me. Um, But, uh, yeah, yeah it's funny. They paid through... They paid my True Buds TV LLC, but to do my commercial agent right, I'll still throw yeah, in the yeah, cash. Yeah, yeah, um, Fuck yeah. That's, yeah. that's a good man, dude. Good karma, bro. That's the key, I think, in the entertainment biz, bro. It's yeah. like anybody that's come out even to the studio, I'll throw them gas money. Yeah, you know, yeah. Or, uh, That's cool, Or if bro. I'm shooting a video, throw them cash, bro. Yeah. Like, a little bit goes a long oh, way. Oh, 100%, dude. Especially because half of us are doing this shit, you know, everyone just does shit just because of, for the love of the game. And then when you see other people like you and you, what you're doing, it like, is, is fucking real, dude. I fucking love this shit. Thanks, bro. And what you guys are doing here, like, even the vibe coming to the studio here um, and the location of it is just like... Has a really good vibe, man. Like Thanks, you're right man. in the entertain like like I said, like the SAG building right across the street, man. Yeah, it's yeah. just like Mid going city. up 18th floor, man. It's like Yeah, man, so you can dope. see the Hollywood Hills from here. Fucking thirdwheelpodcaststudio.com, dude, for all your podcast needs. For real. <laughs> for real. I highly recommend it. Like Thanks, man. It's been some real shit here, man. And it's Fuck gonna yeah. continue. I still got uh 
sessions in the bank that we're going to be recording. Oh, hell yeah, dude. I'll be back on the engineering side. So it's nice to be in this seat. Yeah. How, how do you like it today, man? It was good, dude. This is fucking super fun. I'm glad you had me, bro. This is fucking (laughs) kick ass. Hell yeah, man. I'm glad we got to talk about fucking some of your stuff too. Cause again, like I always support the people that are doing some fucking real shit and your subscribers, they all know how hard you hustle, but that's, you know, coming from someone watching you every week doing this shit, man. Like you really do give a fuck about like what you're building and that's fucking dope. Thanks, man. You're making me feel good today here, Mike. Yeah, dog, you know it. Nolan too, man. For sure. Keeping it real out here. Yeah, yeah, dude. So, Unfunny Mike, follow him right now. Unfunny Mike, and then follow uh, Third Wheel Podcast Studio on uh, Instagram too. We have a bunch of pictures of you and your podcast along the way. And you guys can check out all the podcasts that we record here. We take pictures of every podcast and just throw it on there. So, but yeah, Unfunny Mike follows me. Let me get some followers from it. Sorry to interrupt you there. I know, I'll say at Nolan Culver follows this fool, but yeah, then. Across the board, just fucking, yeah, follow the True Buds TV. You have, you have a True Buds TV on your Instagram, too. So, you know, if you guys follow the YouTube or the Instagram, make sure you follow them both. You know what I'm yeah. saying? There's different content on both of them. So and We're going to be bringing more and more. Fuck yeah, dude. That's what I'm talking about. Thank you for kicking it today. No problem, dude. Thanks for having me, dog. You're a good man, Mike. For sure, dude. Thank you, brother. Peace. Peace. Let's rock out. Little True Buds. Smoke one up. Smoke a fatty. Smoke a fatty. And a special thanks to the sponsor today, Mind Muscle Academy, Justin Woltering, the dude who inspired me to start getting in the gym. Thank you, Justin. Go check out Mind Muscle Academy, justinwoltering.com for all your fitness needs and blaze one up. To grow us, even artists you know of. So sit back and just roll up the perfect show for my smokers. True buds.